1 John chapter 2 verse 1 We will continue with our theme 1 John chapter 2 verse 1 My little children these things are right to you so that you may not sin Praise God And if anyone sin we have an advocate with the Father Jesus Christ the righteous one. Father, we are grateful to you this morning. We thank you for your word. We thank you for we have been built on the solid rock. Foundation of your word and your love is shed abroad in our hearts by the outpouring of your Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father. Lord, we thank you for the assurance that you have given us. Praise God that the world cannot shake what you have done in us and what you continue to do through us father we thank you lord we pray oh god that you will receive your word this morning every resistance to the preaching of god's word in jesus name we bind it and we take victory in the house in jesus name and the church said amen, amen. please be seated hallelujah thank you jesus hallelujah we will continue with our theme. Anybody remember what our theme was? The Great Eraser. Praise God. Amen. That's what we are talking about. And we will continue with that. As we start, we're going to start with the first slide that we did last week. Praise the Lord. Amen. So we're going to do a quick uh, one twenty-second recap about what we did, and then we will we will move on. Number one, we said that the Lord is one who cleanses us, and when He wipes us clean, there is no residue that's left. Praise the Lord! When He cleans us, He cleans us good. Praise God! How many of you guys have seen Purex? What does the advertisement say? What does it say on that bottle? Kills, germs. Nobody remembers? 99 point. I don't know why they would not give 100%. But let me tell you, when Jesus cleans you and me up, it's 100%. Praise the Lord. It's 100%. Praise God. No residue, no ifs, no buts. Praise God. Amen. How many of you have experienced that in your life? I have, and I praise God for that. Praise God. So we said when we live in this world, we all make mistakes in our lives. All right? We fall, we falter, we stumble. We all make mistakes in our lives, but thank God for the provision that has been made for us. So that we cannot, we do not have to be growling in there or lying there. But we can get up and we can keep moving on towards our destiny. And we said that there is a difference between this and this. This is what? It's a mistake. And this is a lifestyle. Praise God. A unregenerated life. A life that is not born of God continues to wallow in sin. Praise God. They like to be because they feel at home. Praise God. To be at home is a special, unique feeling. How many of you guys have 
felt it's good to be at home. Unless your home is not a place that you don't, you're not looking forward to. Hmm? No. A person who's not truly born of God, he always feels at home here. All right? In sin, in dirt, in unclean life and lifestyle. Praise God. But God has cleaned you and I up. Praise God. When we falter in life, we are always looking for a way, a means for us to be cleansed, to start all over again. And we said that all of mankind was in sin. Tell you and I, we were in sin, but thank God the stain of sin, the guilt of sin, the marks of sin have been erased completely once and for all. And the powerful cleansing agent that was used to cleanse us what not, was nothing but the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. There is no duplicate for the blood of Jesus. There is no alternate for the blood of Jesus. There is nothing like the blood of Jesus. It cleanses you clean, completely. In fact, the picture that the Bible gives us, it makes us white as snow. Praise God. Hallelujah. We talked about the importance of sin that has been confessed. God has cast our confessed sins into the depth of the sea. And he's even put up a sign saying that there's no more fishing allowed. Sometimes we like to go back on memory lane. And we like to go and fish and feel what? Wallow in self-pity. You don't have to do it. This morning as I was teaching the Sunday school, I said that. What the Lord has forgiven, he has forgiven and he has forgotten. Don't allow Satan, don't allow people to come back and try to make you feel guilty. He who the sun sets free is free indeed. Praise God. Make sure that you do not, do not go back to that old lifestyle. Stop remembering what God has forgotten. Praise God. Amen. The Bible says, as far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. Amen. How many of you feel good about it? Praise God. Every time I think about it, Praise God. I just want to jump up and down. When you feel low, guys, think about what God has done for you, what God has done in you, and something's going to pop out of you. Praise God. Praise to God. Because your hearts are going to well up with gratitude. Praise God. When you feel that you have an attitude, you need to replace the attitude with Gratitude. Amen. Tell attitude to take a seat in the back row and allow gratitude to come up in the front because a heart that is full of gratitude is a seat, is a place where God resides. A heart which is full of gratitude is a palace with the flag that God, the King, is in residence in our life. Praise God. Shall we move on this morning? Hallelujah. 
Praise God. Okay. Now, Jesus has done a great work in us. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Now, we need to know something. That Jesus not only redeems us, but he also reforms us. Praise God. Paul writing to Titus says, The grace of God that has brought salvation to us, it also teaches us to say no to ungodliness. Praise God. So in other words, the grace that we experience in our lives, it has not only redeemed us, but it also reforms us. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. If Jesus is powerful enough to set me free, to break the chains that oppressed me, that kept me down. If he is power, powerful enough to bring me out of darkness into marvelous light. If he is powerful enough to clean me up of all my sin. Take the dirty garments of sin and put the garment of salvation. Put the garment of praise. Adorn me with the robe of righteousness. Embrace me and call me who once was slave to sin as his child, as his son, as his daughter. Praise God. Let me tell you, let me ask you, don't you think he is powerful enough? Praise God. He's able and, he's, and he would enable you to live a life that reflects his attributes that reflects his nature that reflects his character what are we talking about what are we talking about huh what are we talking about what is that character we're talking about hmm? praise God hallelujah my little children I write these to you so that you may not Praise God. Hallelujah. If Christ is powerful enough to redeem me, he's also able to make sure that I live a holy life. Hello. Praise God. Amen. Hello. If he is powerful enough to redeem me, he's also able to help me, to empower me, to energize me, to say no to S-I-N. What do you guys say? Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, how did we get cleaned up to begin with? Well, we believe that Jesus died for our sin. Praise God. We believe what he did on the cross was for us. We received him as our savior. We received him as the Lord of our lives. And we allow his life to live through us. And those who have experienced his life in them, they are, they are expected to walk in victory. Praise God. Confession of our sin should lead us into the next realm of living a life of conquest. Amen. 
Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Jesus once told a woman who was caught in sin, was brought to him and was told what should we do. The law says what? To stone her. Well, when Jesus was done with, with those who wanted to accuse her, final word that Jesus gives her was what? Jesus asked her a question. Where are those who, those who wanted to condemn you? She said, everyone's gone, Jesus. Then he looked up to her and said what? Neither do I condemn you. And then he said something. What did he say? Huh? Go and sin no more. Praise God. Now we, need to un- we need to understand that. Jesus liberates us and sets us free not to go back in that same old lifestyle, but he wants us to experience the new life that he gives, and this is what he has to tell everyone, go and sin no more. Praise God. Now, do you think it is possible? What do you think this woman was doing all her life? She was peddling her body. That's what she did for a living. Okay? If that's what she was doing, if that was her lifestyle, if that was her habit, do you think that she can just cut it off just like that? What do you say? What do you say? Do you think when Jesus said, go and sin no more, it was just a good religious word to say? What do you think? He was just making it sound pious, making it sound saintly, you know, the right thing to say at the right time. Do you think that's what he was doing? Or do you think he meant what he said? Of course he meant what he said. If Jesus says something to you, to me, that means that it can be done. Hello? If he says something to you, that means it can be done. He's not going to tell you anything that is impossible. Hello? Praise God. Now imagine. That kind of a lifestyle. Now, if you're addicted to anything, think about what you were addicted to or what you are addicted to. Some people are addicted to what? Give me, give me something. Throw at me. Alcohol. Some people are addicted to alcohol. Some people are addicted to smoking. Uh, some people are addicted to porn. Huh? What? I'm sorry? Video games. Yeah, I mean, those are one of those much more refined ones. Yes, what else? Television, social media. I'm on social media. You can't put that down. No, but if you're addicted to it, you have a problem. We said that last two feet, three weeks ago, so we're not going to go there. Something else. Gossip. Gossip, but we cover it up nice. And how do we present it? Sister. Oh, we want to pray for this. We are so overburdened. I, I don't want you to tell this to anyone, but it's for, only for prayer. 
How many of you have used that line before? Well, I know, none of you guys. You guys are really good. You guys are good. It's an exception. This church is an exception. Amen. Till you find somebody was talking about you. Yeah, you know, there's so many things. Now, if it's a habit, you know, habits are hard to, hard to break. It's hard to kill. It's not easy. Praise God. But let me tell you, my Bible says, you know, what does the Bible say? <laughs> if anyone is in Christ, he say, new creation. Praise God. What do you think? You know, I went to college with this guy. This guy was 6'5". And he was more than 250 pounds. Big, huge guy. He was like a thug. He used to put like fear into people. He was like, like, like one of those gang leaders. You know, and the image that I had about him was so scary. And then I bumped into him. Like two decades later, and what I saw shocked the sense out of me. The guy is still 6'5", he's still big, but what is different now is instead of that hatred that used to come out of his eyes, is now full of love. Big, huge guy. He used to strike terror in the college. But now the same guy, now he's like a big, big, huge teddy bears that you find in, 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 the, in, in those amusement parks. You've seen the big ones that people just carry like this? This guy has just changed. And I realized, I asked him, what happened? He said, you had a replacement, he said. It's a have a new heart. I could not believe my eyes. Anybody that knew this guy knew that there was something dramatic had happened. And what it was was Jesus had changed him. If any man is in Christ, Jesus. Praise God. What does it mean to be in Christ? In Christ means you have a relationship with him. You have a, a bond with him. You allow him to love and to rule over you. Your desires have been taken out and his desires have come in. You are in Christ Jesus. You are dead to sin. That's what Paul says in Romans chapter 6, 1. He says, what shall we say then? What shall we say then? What is he saying? Huh? Shall we continue in sin so that grace may abound? In other words, no guys, it's not possible to be in Christ. It's not possible to be changed by God and to continue in that same old lifestyle not possible he says certainly not we who have died to sin is what we allow Christ to live through us if any man is in Christ he say 
new creation. Old things have passed away. And behold, all things have become new. So there's a change. We said last week there's a change in attitude. There's a change in altitude. Hello. It's not only a change in attitude. There is a change in altitude. There is a change in appetite. What are we talking about? Oh, I used to like burgers before I was born again. Now I switch to what? Pasta? Is that what it is? Appetite means what I desired, what I like. There is a change. Now there is a new menu before me. My desires have changed because Christ's life is in me. So my attitude changed. My altitude changed. My, uh, my appetite changed. My association changed. My ambition changed. My aspiration changed. Everything is changed because I am in Christ Jesus. Listen, I'll give you an analogy, okay? Suppose I died. I died, all right? And say I was an addict. I was an alcoholic, okay? Now, what does an alcoholic, what does an addict do, alcoholic do? What does he do? He's constantly doing what? It's boozing, right? It's constantly drinking. Okay. I'm dead. And they bring the coffin. And picture me in the coffin. I don't want to put any one of you in the coffin. Put myself in the coffin. Some sisters even had such a joy. They just break down and laugh to a pastor in the coffin. Okay. So here I'm in the, in the coffin. Okay. And you all, you guys are my best friends. All right. You're going to come to see me. And as a last reminder, because you know what I liked. What do you think I liked? Oh, come on, what brand? I mean, people who are, what brand? Come on. Huh? <laughs> what brand? Huh? Which, you, you're not my friend. If you're my best friend, you know what I like. So what do you think? Uh, you guys are trying to trying to show us if you guys don't even know what's out there. Huh? Give me a name. Oh. Well, let's make it religious. Absolute. Absolute is what? Absolute is what? I know. Now you guys are really religious guys. Absolute vodka. I never touched it. I don't want you guys to go home and oh my goodness. No, I never touched it. Thank God. Praise God. I don't think I even know how it tastes. So, okay. But I think I might be the good guy to use it as an example. Okay. So, here it is. You know that I liked absolute vodka and I even took my last breath when I was on it. All right, so here I'm on the coffin, inside the coffin, all you guys come because you guys are my friends, everybody's crying, and you know, every one of you has bought an absolute vodka bottle with you. You come by my coffin, you pop the bottle open, and I am still what? Still. I'm not budging. No moment. You guys look at my eyes, it's not moving. Somebody put their ears to my chest. 
The doctor put a stethoscope. I said, it can't be possible. Every time we popped the bottle open, this guy would jump. Then one guy did something. He took the bottle and brought it to my nose. And they knew if this comes close to the nose, this guy is going to sniff and is going to open his eyes. But nothing's happening. Why? Why nothing is happening? Because he's dead. Hello? When you are dead to sin, it cannot appeal to you. Hello? Yeah, you might have been addicted to it. You might have been on it. You might have been in it. You might have been for it. You might have been all over it. But you are dead to sin. Cannot what? Cannot make you move. See? That's the kind of change God brings in us. Things I used to do, I do them no more. Things I used to do, I do them no more. Things I used to do, I do them no more. There's a great change. Praise God. Listen, somehow the Christian dumb is deceived to believe. That Jesus saves and leaves you as you are. No. Christ does not save you to leave you as you are. Come just as you are. Yes, you can come to him just as you are. But when you go away, you are not the same anymore. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Because he changes things. Hallelujah. He breaks that bondage. Praise God. That oppression that you had in your life. That addiction that you had in your life. He breaks it. He sets you free. Praise God. That's why Paul says, if anyone is in Christ Jesus, he's a new creation. Tell your neighbor, say, I am new. I don't know what you think. I might be 80, I might be 70, I might be 60, I might be 50, but I'm a new creation. Praise God. All things have passed away. And behold, all things have become new. Praise God. Hey, let me ask you something. Do you believe what Jesus said? Who do you think? Such a conviction there, the way you said. Think about something that Jesus said which was impossible. That sounded impossible. Peter once asked Jesus, can I come? Can I come where? Up on the mountain, down in the valley, in the boat, where? Can I come where? On the water. Now all the other disciples said what? This guy is nuts. This guy is nuts. We always knew there was something wrong about this guy, but now we know that this guy is nuts. Jesus said what? It's impossible. Isn't it impossible? 
And then the, because Jesus had come, the guy got out of the boat and he started walking over. You think it's possible? When he says, go, sin, no more, you think it's possible? You think it's possible? Now the smart ones are thinking, but faster. You know what happened to Peter, right? What happened to Peter? Ah, Joy Chen is good. He said, he, Joy Chen is saying that this guy went down because he started looking around. Oh, that's true. He started to go what? Under. When he started to go down under, the one who said, come. The one who said you can't do it reached out and picked him up. John says, my little children, I write these things unto you so that you may not sin. He went further. He was so bold. He says, he who is born of God does not sin. One version says he was born of God does not continue to sin. Talking about habitual sin. So when you're walking on the water and when you go down you have the strong hands come and lift you up. He has called you and me to walk in victory. He has called you and me to walk in the light as he's in the light. He has called you and me to walk as he walked. He has called you and me to walk, praise God, saying no to sin. And he knows there will be time when there will be assault from every end. And when it seems that you can't make it, all you got to do is look to him and call upon him. And he comes to your aid so that you don't go down, but you continue to walk that wicked walk hallelujah praise God hallelujah folks Christ did not redeem us to continue in the same lifestyle but Christ has redeemed us so that we walk from victory to victory from glory to glory from grace to grace, from power to power, till we reach, praise God, glory, hallelujah, till we reach our destiny, till one day we become like him. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let me ask you, are you struggling with something this morning? Maybe it's the video games. You know, video games used to be so fun. How many of you guys remember old, good, the good old days? What, what it used to be? Anybody remember? Huh? What games? Huh? Super Mario. You're talking about the system. I'm not talking about the system. I'm talking about the actual games. The Mario Brothers. Uh-huh. What else? Yeah, right. That's right. What else? 
Innocent things, right? Huh? Innocent things. And then you had those, the cars. I remember I bought one for my son. The cars. And the next one that I bought for him was, I bought him two. One was the cars. And the guys had told me that, you know, they got some, so much wild and games out there, so be careful. Guess what I bought for him? You remember? Fishing. Yeah. Because I thought, man, if he's going to do something, let him fish. Let him learn how to fish. And then the other thing I gave him was the cars. And I used to enjoy both too. So when I picked up, I made sure that I liked something too. But nowadays, it's so crazy. They got, you can kill people, you can shoot people, you can murder people, and you can do so many other things. And people get addicted to it. I want to ask you, what is this addiction that you are fighting? You don't have to tell it out, but you know what it is. Can you see it right before your eyes? Can you see it? Can you bring it into your, into your memory? Can you put it up on that screen? Not this screen, on the screen of your mind. And can you acknowledge, can you tell the Lord, Lord, I've been fighting this for quite some time. And this has brought me down. It has brought my self-esteem down. Now I have an inferior complex. I cannot lift up my head and look at people straight in the eyes because I am bound. Praise God. Hallelujah. If any man is in Christ, he's a new creation. Not because you came to the church, not because you could preach, not because you could sing, not because you could play music, not because you take Sunday school class, but if you're in Christ, you are a new creation and God wants you to experience and live out the newness of life that he offers you and me. Praise God. It was never meant to be. One day up, one day down, one like jack in the box. Huh? It was never meant to be like that. Praise God. I write this to you so that you may not sin. But if, thank God for the hope that we have. That is not going to discard us. That is not going to give us up. That is not going to forget us or forsake us. But God wants you to get up of where you are and live, allow, realize that you're dead to sin and allow the life of Christ to rule and reign and live through you. Is it possible? Yes, it is possible. Praise God. Shall we rise up? Praise God. Mm. All eyes closed. 60 seconds. Nobody's passing judgment on you. Nobody's asking you to lift your hands. Let me ask you number one. Have you received Christ as your savior? Do you believe that Jesus died for your sins? Do you believe that Christ can liberate you? 
Do you believe that Christ can give you a new beginning? Praise God. Hallelujah. How is your response to sin? Paul says we are dead to sin. Are we dead to sin? Have you been responding to it? When the enemy comes knocking at your door, when you're all by yourself, praise God. This morning, can you talk to him? Tell him, Lord, I want out. Tell him, I want out. I want out. I'm tired of this. I'm tired of the defeated life. I'm tired of the mask that I've been wearing. I'm tired of the facade that I got on. I'm tired of the props and the costume that I use. Lord, I want to experience that victory that your word talks about. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. There is a throne of grace that is open. Therefore, come boldly unto the throne of grace, calling him above Father. Tell him, Lord, I need grace. I need mercy in time of need. I am in need now. I want you to set me free. Liberate me, Lord. We're going to pray. As we pray, I don't want you to put your physical hand up. But I want you to put your heart up to him. Go to the throne of grace. Tell him, Lord, you're right. It was never meant to be like this. But somehow I slipped. And the enemy got me good. Lord, set me free this morning. Thank you for Jesus, my advocate, who is speaking on my behalf. Lord, I confess my wrongdoings, my failures, my shortcomings, my weaknesses, my sins. Forgive me. Sprinkle the blood of Jesus. Cleanse me. Give me the strength to become everything that you have called me out to be. live a life that is victorious in Jesus name Amen Amen. please be seated before we conclude the service we have a baby dedication this morning Gladwin and Julie are going to come forward